Trivita presents Healthy You, inspiration and information to keep you moving towards wellness so you can achieve your life's purpose. Now, here's your host, Michael Ellison. Well, thank you for joining with me today. This is a great time that uh, we're going to spend a few minutes together. And for all of you fathers, this June is a happy Father's Day to you. I so appreciate uh, all the fathers and the lives that they live, my own father. I have a great appreciation for him. The one thing that he didn't give me in the beginning, he didn't give me a lot when it came to uh, finances, but he gave me uh, two pair of pants when I was 15 years old. And he says, if you can shop good and get two shirts, he said, you'll have four outfits because you can you know, mix and match them. From then on, it's kind of like you're on your own. But here's something else that he gave to me, and I want to talk about this just briefly today because it is so powerful and has been so powerful in my life. And that is he taught me about the force of faith. My dad always reminded me as a young man, he still does today, he's 92, all things are possible with them that believe. The force of faith is so powerful in our lives. The opposite of that is as powerful as well, because the force of fear, it also shapes our behavior. And if we just stop and think about that, our behavior is typically motivated from either faith or fear. When it's fearful, we have seen what has happened in our countries, Canada, Australia, United States, when we respond to external conditions like in this pandemic in a way that is fearful. We see the extremes. I'm not saying we shouldn't be wise. I'm not saying we shouldn't be you know, good stewards and do the things that are important to do. But you can take that and you can drive that with such fear that no longer is the freedom of choice even there, it is dictated and manipulated out of fear of this is what you must do. Well, that isn't the way that God relates to us. It's not a this is what you must do and I'll manipulate you. He has given us the freedom of choice, the choice to choose to live in wellness, the choice to live with vitality and with purpose. And I see that in our history. You know, I've just recently been watching the History Channel. They have these miniseries on. Now, this happens to relate to the U.S. history. But Andrew Jackson, what he accomplished with his men is amazing. To see how hard they worked and the hardship that went with it in order to be able to put themselves in positions as they fought and as they dreamed and believed in a country that would be free. 
General Grant. That happens to be on, you know, this latter part of May, and it's uh, again just a remarkable story after story of showing the fearlessness and the power of belief in how they could be so poised and how they could believe in an outcome that would be for freedom. And I say that because in your life, everything that you're doing, are you doing it for the outcome of freedom and the outcome of contributing in other people's lives in a way that is from faith and not from fear? I know these are external conditions, and we can react to them. You can't control external conditions. When the virus hit, we have to respond. And it's the same way that here's another just outstanding illustration that I have to go to. It's Queen Elizabeth. When the bombs were dropping and bursting over Great Britain, and it looked like in the natural there is no way in the Second World War that they— are going to overcome. Yet their faith and their belief that somehow we will never give up and we will win inspired and brought about an amazing win for them. I want you to listen to Queen Elizabeth. I want you to hear the poise. I want you to hear the hope because that's what faith does. Faith just brings the incredible hope of a future that is better than it is today. Would you listen to her amazing few minutes here? I'm speaking to you at what I know is an increasingly challenging time, a time of disruption in the life of our country a disruption that has brought grief to some, financial difficulties to many, and enormous changes to the daily lives of us all. I want to thank everyone on the NHS frontline, as well as care workers and those carrying out essential roles who selflessly continue their day-to-day duties outside the home in support of us all. I'm sure the nation will join me in assuring you that what you do is appreciated and every hour of your hard work brings us closer to a return to more normal times. I also want to thank those of you who are staying at home, thereby helping to protect the vulnerable and sparing many families the pain already felt by those who have lost loved ones. Together we are tackling this disease, and I want to reassure you that if we remain united and resolute, then we will overcome it. I hope in the years to come, everyone will be able to take pride in how they responded to this challenge. And those who come after us will say the Britons of this generation were as strong as any, that the attributes of self-discipline of quiet, good-humoured resolve, and a fellow feeling still characterise this country. The pride in who we are is not a part of our past. It defines our present and our future. 
the moments when the United Kingdom has come together to applaud its care and essential workers will be remembered as an expression of our national spirit. And its symbol will be the rainbows drawn by children. Across the Commonwealth and around the world, we have seen heartwarming stories of people coming together to help others, be it through delivering food parcels and medicines, checking on neighbours, or converting businesses to help the relief effort. And though self-isolating may at times be hard, many people of all faiths and of none are discovering that it presents an opportunity to slow down, pause and reflect in prayer or meditation. It reminds me of the very first broadcast I made in 1940, helped by my sister. We as children spoke from here at Windsor to children who had been evacuated from their homes and sent away for their own safety. Today, once again, many will feel a painful sense of separation from their loved ones. But now as then, we know deep down that it is the right thing to do. While we have faced challenges before, this one is different. This time we join with all nations across the globe in a common endeavor, using the great advances of science and our instinctive compassion to heal. We will succeed, and that success will belong to every one of us. We should take comfort that while we may have more still to endure, better days will return. We will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again. But for now, I send my thanks and warmest good wishes to you all. Are those not words of not only comfort, but of hope and inspiration? Yes, we have all felt the effects and uh, have seen the hardship and the loss, the loss of lives. And yet we know it is the resilience of our faith, of our belief, that causes the first responders, all of the effort that has gone to help others comes from that spirit. And today, I want to just celebrate this time together to say, in our faith, like the scriptures say, all things are possible to them that believe. And we will be not trodden down with fear, but we will be wise, we will be good stewards, and we will do the things that will bring us through this particular time. And I believe that God sees that and that God honors that. I was walking through the airport. I had my mask on. It seemed pretty eerie because I've traveled millions of miles in airports all over the world, and normally they're jammed and they're packed, and this one happened to be pretty empty. And as I was walking down the hallway, and I had my mask on, inside my heart and my mind, these scriptures came to me. I am the Lord that healeth thee, and there is none of these diseases 
that will come upon you if you will follow me with all your heart, soul, and mind and do the things that I command you to do. I'm not saying that grief does not happen in our lives. What I am saying is that there is a caring and loving God that we can go to, and that faith that we have in his care, in following the things that he desires for us and the way he has created us does create greater wellness. So I want to encourage you. You know, fear, yes, fear has torment. Fear also really attacks your immune system. It will compress your your immune system. It will make you more susceptible to all manners of chronic inflammatory-related conditions. Faith is a way that will cause you to create a discipline and also decisions that will produce much greater wellness for you. So as you think about it, just remember that God has given us these green plants for food. Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Somehow the father of medicine, he had insight that God already provided these things that act like medicine for us. And yes, when we really embrace that and we get away from these other types of foods, and why am I mentioning that right now? Because, you know, in the pandemic, there's also people, they get really depressed. They're locked in at home, so to speak, or they're shut out of their job opportunity. Whatever the condition is, it has a tendency to put people into choices, and not every choice of people that they make is about wellness. It can also be about choices of satiation of feelings. Well, just realize for yourself, the more that you can embrace wellness, the more you can embrace the whole foods, the more you can embrace moving to get your system flowing, the more you can embrace God's purpose for your life, you will experience greater wellness. We are, I believe, in a time in which we can see the greatest response maybe in the last 50 years of people embracing wellness and making those changes. At Trivita, we've had incredible response. We've had the best response from our members in what they want to do. It's not like we're trying to just encourage them. They now are saying, what can I do to build my immune system? What can I do to create greater wellness? That's the force of faith and the force of belief in your life, and I want to encourage you to do that. Fathers, you are a leader, and you are a force, a force in your family, a force in the lives of others. Let your faith in all good things be evident, and may you have a fabulous Father's Day. So in closing, I want to remind us of the scripture that says that this is the victory that overcomes our world, even our faith. 
So in a time in which we may look at circumstances and we may not understand it and we don't know how to respond to it, I believe that we can look internally, not externally, and just be able to know that our faith and hope in a greater future that God will bring to us is something that can affect us every moment of every day. May you enjoy greater wellness, and thank you for joining with me during this time. And don't forget the wonderful words of Queen Elizabeth as she speaks, we overcame what seemed like was impossible, and today we take pride in that. Americans, Canadians, Australians, take pride in who you are and live with greater wellness. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Healthy You. This is provided for your information only and may not be construed as medical advice or instruction. These statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It is intended for your general knowledge only and not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment for any specific medical conditions. Always seek the advice of your physician with any question you may have regarding a medical condition. 